0: Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast The teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga We believe that this message is going to open up the seals And cause you to have a deeper revelation into the word of God That will make you see beyond the letters in the word Here is Dr. David
1: Heavenly Father, we want to exhort you at this moment We thank you for your word With this life and spirit We're asking God that you instruct us again in the way of righteousness. Grant us wisdom. For you so filled Joseph, to the level that God, he become instructors and teachers of senators in Egypt because your word was in his life. We demand the same today that this will bring forth wisdom to us to be able to navigate life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm intended to share this morning with you on the new creation. You've heard so much about new creation, reality, new creation, this new creation, that. I just want to look into this as the spirit ministered to me. What is this new creation thing that we're talking about? Hallelujah. And so we look at the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 16. And it says, Wherefore henceforth, 2 Corinthians 5, number 16. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh... Yet though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. And just to say what on that? To know Christ after the flesh and know him no more, what he's trying to tell you is, there was a time when Christ was actually in the physical form, walking the earth. But that is not a Christ that we worship. We worship the living Christ. Who is now in spirit form and can equally manifest to you as a human being. There was a Christ before the cross and it's a Christ after the cross. The one that died and rose again is the one we're talking about. The life-giving spirit is the one we're talking about. Hallelujah. And again, I may tell you something here. Know we no more after the flesh. You have to understand this as well. Husband and wives, you don't truly really know yourselves. You can't know your husband by the flesh, neither can you know your wife by the flesh. The reason is what God has deposited in them, except it is revealed to you, you can know. And no man actually is living just because he's living. Anyone that is living, is living based on what God has deposited in his life. Your life is not defined by your structure. Your life is defined by he who is resident in you. You see, John and, and, and Jesus were six months apart as cousins. But the Bible made us understand that even when Jesus was to be baptized, John made a confession, I knew him not. Three times he said that, I knew him not. But the Lord told me that the man that the dove will come upon like a dove, the spirit, that is the one you're looking for. So the baptism of John was to look for Jesus, the Messiah. But these were just cousins, I mean they were cousins, but he didn't know him. So we know no man by the flesh. Your children, you don't even know them in the first place. Only this thing by the Spirit can you know who your next neighbor is. Who your husband is. Who your wife is. Only by the Spirit. Praise the living God. Verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, is a new creature, all things are passing away. The old things are becoming new. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So the new creature is not just somebody who has, if I may use the word, come to church. Yes, that is also good. But guess what? I'm going to explain a little bit to you. The new creation are those who have been created anew into and in Christ, and that means to be completely swallowed up into Him. Praise the living God. I try to explain this to you sometimes. If you take a bottle of water and fill it up and then screw it up, there is water in the bottle. If you drop that water in in the river, It's probably could sink, or it can be floating halfway. Whatever state it is, you find that there's water in the bottle, and the bottle is in the water. That is the new creature. It's not just about Christ being you. It is you being Christ, and I will make you understand something. Christ is in you, is the above glory, but you being Christ is a new creature. Now, if you look at John chapter 14 verse number 9, this is what the Bible says, Jesus said unto him, this is Philip, have I been so long with you, a long time with you, and yet have not known me, Philip? John 14 verse 9. And he said, He that has seen me has seen the father, and how said thou, then show us the father. That's a strong question. You see me living in the physical realm, you see me the father. You see me talking with you all the time. You ought to be seeing the father. Why are you asking me to show you the Father again? That could be amazing. The next thing he said, Believer thou not that I I am in the Father and the Father in me, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. The word that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. Now you look at verse 21 of that second Corinthians 5 that we read. He said, God who was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing unto them again their sins. Hallelujah. Now, this scripture here is telling us something, if I am in the Father and the Father is in me, meaning essentially, they both are one. Therefore those who have seen me, have seen the Father who sent me. Both of them are one. Amen. So he where the words mean. We are not only one in nature, but one also in operation. Now I want you to take note of that. When he says, he doeth the work, he meant to say, we are not just one in identity, but in terms of operation, we are doing the same thing. Now if you are in Christ, as Christ is in you, it means you come to the point where your operation are not just your operation, but the operation between you and Christ. If I by the language of Jesus here, He performed no miracles except God Himself was performing all the miracles. And that you must come to a place in your life where it is no longer you but Him. You must come to a place in your life. Where the things you do shouldn't be you, but Him who dwells in you. And that is where righteousness is fully manifested. Like I said, and we're sharing with us, you don't operate in this realm with your kind of senses, your kind of minds. When the spirit in you begins to operate, it becomes righteousness. Hallelujah. He said, the words which I have done bear witness of that's infinite perfection of my nature, because it dwells in me. Such miracles are by Lord can only be performed by the unlimited power. And God alone is unlimited. And so he's saying, all of this energy that is flowing through me, in performing these miracles, they are all coming through God, who dwells in my life. Praise the Lord. Again, let's go to John chapter 4 verse 36, I mean 37, John four thirty-seven. If I do not the works of my Father, believe me not. Verse 38. But if I do, though you believe me not, believe the works, that ye may know and believe that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. Again, this is emphasizing how united the were. the Father and Himself, the always one. In fact, Jesus will tell you, He will say nothing except what the Father in Him is saying. There was a time He told the disciples in the book of Matthew, when you are brought before kings for judgment, say nothing for the Spirit of your Father, which is in you shall give you what to say. Have we really come to that place? Now, I'm describing new creatures. It's not just a matter of, well, I'm not following Moses, therefore I'm a new creature. It's not a matter of, well, I'm not under the lot of Moses, and so I'm a new creature. That's not what he's talking about. A new creature reality is in the fact that Whatever operations you are in, whatever thing you are doing, in fact, whatever thing you ought to be saying, should come from Him. He told them, "When they take you before the judges, say nothing, for the Spirit of your Father, which is in you, shall give you what to say." If I may ask ourselves this question: Are we convinced that it is we ought to one another? They have been motivated by the Father that resides in us. The things we talk to people about, are you sure they are flowing from the Christ that is within us? I mean when we address our children, husband and wife, are we convinced these things are coming from the spirit that is within us? Or we are walking in a natural realm? The new creature man is a man that is motivated by the spirit of Christ that is resident within him. It's a lifestyle that comes from within. As opposed to the lifestyle that come from without in relation to Moses. Moses' laws were external. But in new creation man, the laws are eternal. They are called the law of the spirit of Christ. That has set us free from the law of sin and death. They come from within. They are prompted from within. Actions are motivated from within. Thought patterns are coming from within. That's what makes you a new creature. New is not a confession that you're not under Moses, no. It's a lifestyle. Energized, propelled, motivated, instituted, if you will, by the spirit that is resident within you. Praise the living God. The Father was dwelling in Christ and he was in the Father. This mutual dwelling being is like oneness. The both were well. By implication, the father would do nothing without the son getting to know about it. And the son would do nothing without the father giving permission to it. They were so united, so much of oneness. It was difficult to separate him and the father.
0: <clears throat>
1: Excuse me. Praise the Lord. So I want you to understand this. From the perspective of Jesus. As it relates to the Father. We're talking about the new creation. Because the common thing we have come to see is as a new creature, you're working on the grace. We don't understand what it really means to work on the grace. <coughs> now, talk with me to the book of Psalms, Psalm 102, verse number 16. <coughs> Psalm 102, verse number 16. Here is what the scripture says, 102, praise the Lord. The book of Psalm 102, verse 16, when the Lord shall build up Zion, what is Zion? The church, he shall appear in his glory, amen? When the Lord shall be of Zion, he shall appear in his glory. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Look at verse 17 again. He will regard the prayers of the destitute and not despise their prayers. The destitute, you must understand, is like all human beings who are destitute of the glory and the power of God. But my concern is verse 18. Verse 18 says, These shall be written. For the generation to come And the people Which shall be created Shall praise the Lord Now I thought creation is finished I thought everything got finished on the cross (laughs) But the people that shall be created Shall praise the Lord So this thing has been written For generations to come Glory to God. So Sometimes when you begin to say, well, God finished everything and He rested on the seventh day. You truly do not understand what you are saying. Hallelujah. Amen. The people that shall be created, shall praise the Lord. Essentially this speaks about the Gentiles. That were going to come into the fold which will be brought to the knowledge of the salvation of Christ. It's often seen that the conversation of the soul of man to God is represented as a new creature. The man that is converted is a new creature. Not the man that joined himself to an organization. Not the man that is saying... He is not the older, the Lord of Moses. That is not the new creature. The new creature, mind the man whose soul has been recreated by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, look at Paul when he was writing to the Corinthian church in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And I was speaking to them and telling them, I can't speak to you as spiritual, but as canon. For there in between you are envies and jealousy and b- biting, and gossiping. That is one new creature. Such an indoor, his soul has not been recreated. What it is the soul of man? Your mind, your will, your emotion, your intellect, and your will. When the spirit is not moving in your will, when the spirit is not affecting your emotions, you are not a new creature. You have only verbalized what you think to be an identity. If we truly have become new creation in the world, the church will become more united, the church will understand themselves better, the church will flow more in unison than the way it is. If we truly understand what new creation means, you are not going to despise your neighbor your brother, your sister, because it's not in your denomination. You don't understand what new creation stands for. It's a recreation of the soul. The only thing that flows from your mind, your, I mean your soul realm, is nothing but love. That's why Paul will say, the greatest of all is nothing but what? Love. I'll show you more excellent things. How much love do you have for your neighbors? How much love do you have for your sisters? How much love do you express? Amongst people. We're talking about new creation. It's not just an identity. It's a lifestyle. Praise the living God. I'll make you see that. No reader of the New Testament need be told as to what a new creation really is supposed to be. Because it has to be modeled from the perspective of the influence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now go to Ephesians 4. I'm going to make a statement that will cause you to see this much more clearly. Ephesians 4 verse 23. The Bible says, and be renewed. Where? In the spirit of your mind. That means your mind has a spirit. Did you get that? Your mind has a spirit, and your mind is so powerful. Because from your mind you have imagination. Are you there with me? Your mind has a spirit. Now, you can't see spirit, but you can feel spirit. Now, get this one. Let me put it this way. If somebody is driving on the road, and it's very reckless You can come up to say I don't like the spirit of that man What are you describing? You are describing his reckless driving Good So spirit manifests through your action So when you have the spirit of Christ Here the Bible is talking about Be renewed by the spirit of your mind That means your thought pattern Should be controlled by the spirit of God when this is not in place Don't tell me you are a new creation. <laughs> Hallelujah I don't even I get what I'm talking about We're just shouting this new creation, New creation." Who is a new creature? We are devoid of love We are devoid of mercy We are nothing We preach We castigate one another And we say we are new creation What is new creation? Tell me but the word said, those that shall be created, say this is written for the generation to come, they that shall be created shall become what? The sons of God as it were. They will be praise to God. They bring glory to God. Now you tell me, how many people really honor God or praise God because of the action? Because this generation of people that shall be created they shall praise the Lord. What I really mean, not just they praising the Lord, their life becomes a praise unto God. So tell me, in your home, how is your life becoming a praise unto God? In your place of work, how is your life becoming a praise unto God? Hallelujah. We're talking about new creation. Verse 24 it says, And that you put on the new man Which after God is created In what? In righteousness and true holiness Created, created So if I tell you the creation is not yet finished Will you say I'm I'm saying something different? The creation is on It's not finished yet Because your soul realm is still dead As far as I'm concerned by the things that comes out of your life By the things you say By your continuous offenses And quarreling I mean don't tell me you are a new creature. I was asking my wife a question How many of you remember A Friday prayer meeting And the Lord was telling me here Tell these people To get offenses out of their hearts How many of you remember that? Now do you notice yesterday when he was praying He prayed the same prayer you remember that? Very good. That is what we're talking. Spirit confirming and connecting. And that is what God has for the church. Get offenses out of your hearts. Don't have a hatred. Don't have offenses in your mind. Your soul must be free. I never discussed anything with him. He didn't even know that we had a prayer section on Friday. But when he was leading the prayer to end up the conference yesterday, I mean, synergy forum, that was one of the things he raised. There should be no offensives in your hearts. That's a new Christian life. Are you getting what I'm talking about? It's not about confession. It's not about, you know, people should understand this thing. We're talking about the renewing of our mind. The spirit of your mind be renewed. So that you can become that which is created in righteousness and true holiness. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to pick this. That Psalm 102 is very powerful and I don't want you to miss it anytime. Meditate upon it. This is written for the generation to come. They that shall be created shall praise the Lord. <laughs> that means your life is going to be a thing of honor, a thing of praise, a thing of glory. When men look at them, they see God manifested. When men look at these people, they rejoice that God is at work. How many of you remember concerning Jesus? They say, Oh, blessed is the bread that fed you. Blessed is the bread. Why? Why do you think they were saying that? They were praising God, they were exalting God because of His nature. His character. Words that were coming out of His mouth were full of wisdom and grace. How gracious are the words that are flowing from your mouth. We're describing the characteristics of a new creature. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 1 verse number 11. Hallelujah. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, been predestinated according to the purpose of him who worked all things after the counsel of his own will. That listen to this we should be to the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ? We should be to the praise of his glory. And the word says, this is reading for the generation to come. They that shall be created shall praise the Lord. Here the scripture is saying, God is at work that we should become the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. And that word is also powerful. Who first trusted means all that are still going to trust. Praise the living God. In whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, whom also after you believe, you were see with the Holy Spirit of promise. Verse fourteen says, Which is the earnest of inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto what? The praise of the glory of God, or unto the praise of his glory. Remember, they that shall be created shall do what praise the Lord. God is at work that you become a praise unto Him on the earth. Hallelujah. that any time, anywhere you find yourself, you are a praise unto God. When men look at you, they see God. I'm going to show you something. Let me not jump in, I'm going to show you something Ephesians 2 verse 10 For we are his workmanship Can you get that? (laughs) We are his workmanship And what is that supposed to be? Created what? In Christ Very good Now don't forget the word This is reading for the generation to come Psalm one hundred two, verse 13 that they shall have created shall do what? Shall praise the Lord. Now the Bible says we are in workmanship created in who? In Christ. That we are being modeled into Christ's life. We are being shaped into the same image and likeness of God in Christ. Hallelujah. Unto good works. Now you watch that. The Bible says. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good. And when the people came and said Good master, what must I do? And the question was Why call you me good master? Only God is good. Invariably what you are saying is I am God. Did you get that? He answered them Without their knowing. Now, they, you see, they have denied that it's not God. And they're not saying, but you know only God is good. So why call me good? So calling me good, you are equally saying, I am God. Did you get the meaning? That's what he said. Now, here the Bible is saying, For we are his created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Meaning, just like God was working in Christ, God is now working in you. Now everything that was supposed to come out of you Was supposed to be good works Are you getting it? With God as before ordained That we should walk in them Now here is the statement I want you to pick When Christ is in you Write this down We see you first But when you are in Christ Christ is seen first Did you hear what I said? When Christ is in you We see you first It is you that we see If Christ is in you But if you are in Christ We see Christ first before we see you Write it down Are you following what I'm talking about? Come on, are you there with me? You listen closely If Christ is in you We see you first But if you are in Christ What do you see? We see Christ first So remember He that is in Christ Is what? A new creature what that's supposed to be? Since if Christ is in you, we see Christ first. That means the new creation are people that manifest Christ wherever they go. Anywhere you are, as a new creation being, the thing that people see is Christ and nothing else. Praise the living God. Are you listening to me? Don't forget our word. When Christ is in you, we see you first. Christ is hidden. But if you are in Christ, we see Christ first. You are hidden. So the more you try to reveal yourself, the less of Christ you manifest. Therefore, you cannot do good works. Praise the living God. Remember, I'm describing for us who is a new creature. So a new creature is not just another short lingo. I'm born again, I'm a new creature, I'm not under that law. That's what we're talking about. And your flesh is manifesting left and right. You are not a new creature. Are you listening to me? Get the point right. If Christ is in you, when we look at you, the first person we see is you. Christ is hidden. But if you are in Christ, when we look at you, we see Christ manifested. That is when you become the praise of God on the earth. Now, let's look at our churches today. Let's look at the congregation. Let's look at our fellowships. Who do we see? We see more of people and less of Christ. Hallelujah. Are you still here with me? You know when the Bible talks about 1 Corinthians is it's going to go there. When it talks about the gospel of God or the kingdom is power. And not in words. We think it has to do with the junction of power, science and wonders and miracles. That's not what exactly what Paul was talking about. Remember Paul was speaking to the Corinthians. And he was telling them, if you truly have received the gospel of salvation. If you truly have received the gospel of the kingdom. Then the power of that gospel ought to have worked on your soul. And if that has happened, then all this bickering, all this quarreling, all this misgiving of finding the church, will not be there. My gospel is not in entitlement or but in power. In other words, when I preach to you, a change will be resulted in your soul. That's what Paul was telling the Corinthians. Because there was so much problem in the Corinthian church. So take time to read what I just said from the Abbey translation. You will see what I'm saying. My wealth is not the enticing wealth of men, but in power. But that's the gospel. And that's what the brother read in the morning, Romans 1 16. The gospel is the power of God unto what? Unto salvation. And the strongest place that salvation ought to take place, if I may use the word. All that is most difficult to conquer is the soul of man. You receive the Holy Spirit into your spirit. There's no problem about that. But what about the spirit affecting your soul? That's the strongest thing. And the people teach that to be called sanctification. Others say, you know, you follow the process... Justification, sanctification, you you understand what I'm saying then? Glorification. Justification is that you have been called in. every one of you is justified from your sins and the sins of Adam. But sanctification is the working on, on your soul realm. How your will, your intellect, your emotion and your mind are subdued under the influence of the Holy Spirit. That is why Jesus will make the statement, when a devil is cut out of a man. Matthew twelve twenty eight, And then the kingdom of God has come unto you. What I mean is The controlling factor, Ephesians 2, verse number 2. The controlling the prince of the power of the air that worketh in the children of disobedience is dislodged. And the Holy Spirit takes place. So what's the next thing? The kingdom is established. Meaning the king sit to rule. Because the word kingdom is king and domain. The domain or the influence of the king. So when the kingdom comes into your life, God is now ruling in your life through the Holy Spirit. And what is it conquering? It's conquering your your mind. It's conquering your will. It's conquering your emotions. It's conquering your intellect, your thinking ability. And any person you describe, no. It is soul is what describes a man. The nature of your soul is what men used to describe you. You don't understand. Hey, that brother, when you say, uh, that brother, man, I don't like staying with him. Is He gets angry so quickly. Did you get that? Where is, where is it coming from? That's emotion. It's from your soul realm. When you say somebody is a thief, you are not describing the structure, you are describing his character. And the character is coming from where? From the soul realm. So, it is so that defines you, and that's the hardest place to conquer. And that's truly what defines your new creature. Your new creature is more just verbalizing things, like I was trying to tell us. You don't even need anything and claim it, like I was trying to say. It's such a powerful message. If you have to walk by the law of the Spirit of Faith, very important that once you have something, you're going to walk it out. We speak because we believe. The conviction of faith be there, then you act, and then you receive what you are supposed to get. Is that all good? You know Paul speaking to Timothy, said, do good warfare with the prophecies that have come upon you. That's a walk. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You know, so not blessed, we don't do anything, you don't walk. You walk. What a good warfare. With the prophecies, what I mean is continue to remember this warfare. I mean, the prophecies continue to walk in line to cause the prophecies to come to pass. Pray it through, bring it to pass. You walk it out. Are we still together. So, again, I remind you where Christ is in us, we are seen false. But where we are in Christ, Christ is seen false. So when I look at you, who do I see? That's what defines your new creature. Your new creature is, how much of Christ are you manifesting? When we look at you, do we see his glory on you? Do we see his presence on you? Do we see his love manifested on you? When we look at you, in your home, can, can your children be so happy because of the Christ flowing through you? When we look at you, we ought to see Christ first. That's a new creature. And that's what brings glory and praise to God. That's what saying this is ready for the generation to come. But it shall be created and it will become the praise of God. Praise the living God. Look at the message translation Ephesians 2, verse number 7. Message translation. Now, God has us where He wants us. With all the time in this world and the next to show our grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Saving is all His idea and all His work. All we do is trust Him enough to let Him do it. Hallelujah. This is where your belief comes in. You can't save yourself. That's what I keep telling people. You see, when we make this statement, when I gave my life to God, you can't give your life to God. You don't have the ability to give your life to God. God found you. You see, because you were dead in sin and trespasses, you don't have the ability to surrender yourself to God. But God located you by His Spirit. And you turn around. Trust him enough to complete the work in your life to bring you to this place where Christ will truly be seen as a glory on this earth. Jesus said, If you see me, you see the Father. Paul said, If only you can follow me. Look at the way he put it, imitate me just like I'm imitator of Christ. The word imitator they have to be properly looked into, it's not pretense. What he means to say is, I am modern Christ. So look at me, I modern Christ. In other words, if you model me, you are modeling Christ. Are you there? So all we do is trust him enough to let him do it. Is God give from start to finish. Praise the Lord. We don't play the moral, the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we've done the whole thing. That's what he's saying. When I give my life to God, you don't have the energy to do that. But says, no, we neither make nor save ourselves. Did you get that? God does both the making and the saving. Huh? This is the creation now. This is reading for the generation to come. They that shall be created shall praise the Lord. Are you getting it now? So here it says, clearly written, we neither not save ourselves, God does both the making and what? The saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work he does, the good work he has given, ready for us to do. Work we have better be worth doing. He saved us in Christ. That we may join him to do the good works. Praise the living God. Are we getting this? See, I'm defining simple definition of the new creation. He that is in Christ. And the only thing that I can just give you the simple definition of that is when Christ is in you, they see Christ first. I mean, they see you first. But if you are in Christ, they see Christ first. Are you there with me? It's just like this bottle. Look at it again. There's water right inside. Is that okay? But even if you want to see the water, because it's transparent, the first thing you see is what? The bottle. Because the water is inside the bottle. Is it making sense? Good. So that's what we're saying. Christ in you is the hope of glory. But you being in Christ is a new creature. So when you are in Christ Like the bottle of water We don't see the water first We see the bottle before we see the water That's the new creature The new creature You are enveloped by Christ You are not the one enveloping Christ Christ envelopes you Are you still following this? You know Paul made a statement Said we need letters of commendation Or recommendation from you you are a epistle, written not with pen and ink, but by the Spirit. It means you are letters that are meant to be read by everyone. But the good thing about that is this. That word actually speaks of a superimposition. When it talks about you being an epistle. It talks about a superimposition. Now this is the way it is. For those of you that have a no camera, I think these days what they do more is um, I don't know what name you call it now, your graphic work. But when you take camera in those days, you take a picture, and then without you switching off or rolling the camera off, you take another picture. The other picture is sitting there on the film, the last picture you took is going to be on top of the film. I mean, of the first picture. When you look at it. Now, when you look at such a picture, you are not seeing the first picture you took. You are going to be seeing more the last picture you took. That is called superimposition. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So, when Paul is speaking, he says, You are the superimposition of Christ. By implication, it's not Christ that's supposed to be seen. You are supposed to be seen because Christ is now in you. As a new creature. You are the simple imposition of Christ. So wherever you find yourself, Christ is meant to be seen. Christ is meant to be honored. Christ is meant to be talked about. I read a story of an around the Indian area whatever, where there was a missionary that went to the place. And the man died. And then they buried him somewhere. And thereafter, another missionary came to the place. And he was preaching about Christ, and people say, no, Christ where? Christ was here. Say, where was he? Sir, Christ lived in this place, we live together. So what are you talking about? I'm telling you, Christ, come, let me show you where we buried him. Christ was here. And they took him to the grave of the man who was the missionary in that place. Because the man murdered Christ. So, this man coming to preach to them, they don't understand what he's talking about. The Christ we lived with, he died here, we buried him at the back there. Let us show you the grave. That's a life. I mean, can you really be in an environment by the time you leave that place, men will miss you because you actually manifested the Christ life? That is a new creature. It's not about talks, it's not about just trying to identify with what is moving on. No. Hallelujah. Are you still with us here? Okay. Let's try to see how we can wind up. Go to Isaiah 65 17. Isaiah 65 17. Hallelujah. For behold, I create new heavens and new earth, and the former shall not be remembered. Now come to mind or come into mind. Listen closely. I create new heaven and new earth. And the former shall not be remembered, nor come into mind. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem, a rejoicing, and our people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem And joy in my people Can I hear an Amen? And the voice of weeping Shall be no more Had he had not The voice of crying For a created people A joy And a rejoicing The voice of weeping shall no more be heard that is the way you walk in this Christ realm I'm talking about. You begin to walk in that which is called the new heaven and the new earth. It's not something that is coming tomorrow. In the true sense, the new heaven and the new earth speaks about the new testament as opposed to the old testament. Are you following this? You've got to understand what I'm saying here. That's why Jesus is the world. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my world will not pass away. Which heaven and was talking about? He <laughs> what you're talking about. Israel and the temple and the covenant of Moses all shall pass away. But my words shall be fulfilled. For this temple you see standing shall no longer be there. Everything he said about Jerusalem came to pass. But the temple of destroyed. So the heaven and earth of the old order went away. So when God said, I create heaven and earth, talking about new people, outside of the laws and the covenant of Moses, now in the covenant of Christ. Hallelujah. That's what heaven and earth stands for. It's just a new people. It's a new covenant. The people of glory that is created. It's not one thing that's going to flow down one day. You say, David, but you believe the world is going to be like this? The world was like paradise. Okay. What makes paradise to become ugly? Man did. Because man fell, paradise lost his glory. What about if man is restored? Paradise will gain his glory. That's why creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Are you getting the point? Hallelujah. Verse 20 said, There shall be no more days and infant of days. Can I hear to this? No an old man That have not fulfilled his days For the child shall die A hundred years old But the sinner being a hundred years old Shall be a cause I want you to look at this passage In This new day that God is bringing us into One of the things that he has promised us Is longevity You're going to get old brother You're going to get old Sufficiently old Hallelujah Two days ago, I was told of a young man that I know very well at Tugeli there. When I used to come and teach in those days, when we started the ministry, like I was saying, I'll first stop at Tugeli, the wife I have to type and print out my study outlines, and then I would come to warrior to teach. Very lovely family. When he wanted to marry the lady, I escorted him. Two days ago, I got there and said he died. Then I asked the question, what was the problem? He said, diabetes. I said, what do you mean diabetes? Kill a young man, not up to 50? What happened? And the man began to tell me, he's going through the family. One died, the second one died, and the third one all died by diabetes. I said, that is nonsense. That is not gospel. That is not the message. That is not the new creation identity. That is not the man that is in Christ. If man are in Christ All things are passing away All things have become new You are not on that cause Not what killed your father will kill you Because you have changed identity You don't belong there How can the diabetes that killed your father Kill you You don't understand what you have coming to You know, We see Christianity to be This This Social gathering, where we go to sing some sweet songs and about this. Listen, this is a walk in life. Walk with the Spirit. How can I gave you a story here sometime. One of my good family friends those this. They were just here in Sapele. The sinner brother dies. Then the guy was walking. Somewhere I got to know him as a nurse. And we were discussing and when the Lord pulled me out Because we were all together playing music in those days In fact I used to go to his house to record music You know Led Zeppelin, you know All those crazy rock music that I used to enjoy, I tell you He had all those albums, any new one he always had it His name was Ben, so I always go there, sit down, do all my recording And carry home to play And then one day he told me, he said David, why did you hurriedly become a Christian? I said, I don't even know how I became a Christian in the first place. Not because somebody preached to me, but I'm a Christian. It's you're too young to be a Christian. I said, what what do you mean by that? I said, man, just live life where you're about 80, you know, and then you can become a Christian because you know you are just getting ready to die. I said, man, that is wonderful. But here is the story. His brother, Sino brother, died 35 years old. No, 45. Sino brother died 45. And when he was 45, he died. The same guy that was telling me we ought to be 18 before becoming Christian. He didn't even cross 50, he died. Then the younger one in the family looked at the situation and said, no, oh, this is crazy. Something's going wrong here. And he shook his head into Aladura. And the guy's alive <laughs> I refuse to go to the world, my brothers I you following what I am talking about You are not a Christian because You want to have some money and other things will come But I am talking about one thing Every convener that was following you before Or following your family Can no longer operate in your life New creation reality I'm telling stories, and uh, I don't know if you are good the one I'm talking about. Huh? Diabetes kiss, you know, diabetes kisses, you know, and the, the, the middle and then it was his storm. No, God forbid, then the child he has now also will die by diabetes because diabetes is in the family. Is that an identity? Nonsense. The Bible made us understand, fathers will not die for their, for their father's sin, I mean, Children sin and children will not die for their father's sin. Every man will die for his own sin. So if there's anything responsible for diabetes around the family, he ought to stop where this guy is. But he couldn't stop because the guy doesn't even know who he is. Hallelujah. Look, I'm talking about those that shall be created. So when you talk about new realities, we're talking stuff that are deep in the spirit. Not just um, some um, languages, all that we're seeing, you know, you're fighting about, tide, fighting about this. Not, is that what you call new creation reality? No! We're talking about God walking on this earth as a man. Just like Jesus walked the earth as a man. That is new creation reality. Hallelujah. You gotta be challenged. To know that this thing you are called into Is deep Hallelujah I'd like you read that There, there will be no more things and events of days Hallelujah Are you there with me? I want you to see this No, an old man May have not fulfilled his days That means There are
2: days God has ordained for your life and you are supposed to fulfill them. When Paul finished his head, I'll finish my
1: continue. I hate to hear, Christian died in an accident. Christian died in shipwreck. Christian died. I hate to hear that. Hallelujah. Look at Jacob. Before he died. He called all the children. How I many of you remember that? Call all the children and to tell them, give them prophetic words. Reuben, this is going to be your life. Judah, this is going to be your life. In the last day, this is what's going to happen to you. That's an old man who wants to pass on. What do you think was happening there? Anytime you get old enough, you are already beginning to live between the other realm and this realm. Are you following what I'm talking about? More of your conversation, more of your discussion is on the other side of life. I remember my mother, when she was so old to the point where she was passing on, every day she'd be talking, sometimes i get close, i begin to listen, he'd be conversing with his relations that are passing on the other side. When you are old enough, your conversation is heavenly spirit realm, you're dealing with the angelic spirit, you can see the future. And Jacob called the children, Nowhere have how the Bible told her that Jacob was a prophet. But how come he told his children what their life will be at the end of the day? That's how to die. If you will die at all, that's how to die. That will fulfill your days. Is anybody hearing what I'm talking about? Like your grandmother. Are you getting what I'm saying? The grandmother just died. They have not buried her. What happened? He called for the priest. The priest came. Gave her Holy Communion. But he just said, I want my Holy Communion. Because he didn't go to church. Catholic. Better finish only coming on, He went to lie down the bed, dress herself up, put up a on, and you are gone into glory. That's how to die, if you must die at all. not huh? Not that I was just walking past, and the nail took me, and Titanus entered my body, and then I took to the hospital, and I couldn't survive. Titanus killed him. New creature, rubbish. Is anybody follow what I'm talking about? But see, we have just watered down. The word of God, we made it so religious and so as these people are talking about new creation, what would they tell you? The only thing they talk to you about is you don't pay tax because you're a new creature. Anything else? No, you don't have no message. The man that shall be created shall praise the Lord, said so it is written for the generation to come. Talking about great, talking about new creation, you don't know what you're talking about. How I many of you challenge in Genesis chapter 4, the seven down through? You remember Cain in the Bible? Cain has fallen. Cain has already fallen. You remember that? Adam has fallen. They gave back to Cain. In that state of being a fallen man, Cain built a city. Hallelujah. And named it out of his son. Think about that. What wisdom do you have today? To do anything? You see, call yourself a new preacher. What are you creating? We are talking about men who have ingenuity. Men, that have power within them. them are spirits to do things that men have never seen. Cain even, that's why the father when the fallen state, created and built a city. The technology to build a city was in that man that was falling. But what about Christians? Where are they today? You just show me, and you call yourself new creation. You don't see nothing. You have no understand, no clue about tomorrow. You look at the Bible here. Old man shall feel his days. Can I hear amen again? But the child shall die a hundred years old. That is when you die at the age of a hundred, you are a child. You suffer from infant mortality. That's hundred. Somebody said, David, so how long you got alone? Do I know? I don't know. Don't ask me. But I know I'm going to be old enough. Because the Lord told me, By me shall your days be multiplied. By me shall your years be increased. I believe in the increase of my years. I'm not going to leave this world just like that. I must finish my course. And if I must go, as you know. I refuse every one of you in this house to die like an unbeliever. Yeah. Praise the living God. I refuse it for you. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Is anybody hearing me? Yes, we are talking about new creation realities, not stories. We want the reality of what you create for the people that shall be created, they shall do what they shall praise the Lord, their lives shall be a praise unto God. Yes. Die like like chicken, die like like all manner of things, and say you're a new creature. You're talking what are you talking about? Hallelujah, Uncle Francis. You can't sleep. Take the mic and pray for this church. Because the old men will fulfill their days. You are the oldest man here. Impact the church with your age. Come, come, come. Come, come. Hallelujah. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. Bring the microphone. Bring the microphone. Let him pray. Give him. He is the oldest man here. Pray for the church. Let life
2: come to everybody. We want to live and fulfill our days. God's glory shall be manifested. His power shall be revealed. Talk to the Lord.
0: Pray. Father, I thank you for this wonderful opportunity. Praise the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity given to me and your household. Father, to pray for all ourselves our children, our grandchildren we shall live to fulfill our purpose daily every day we shall live to fulfill our purpose, God has a purpose for each and every one of us, who will live to fulfill that purpose, who will not die young, who will die at a ripe age But Moses was old, yet he was climbing mountains with Joshua so shall we grow old to fulfill our days not will cut our lives short No power of the enemies Whoever they are, how old they are We do not care to know We have our life We live to fulfill our purpose day by day In the name of Jesus Christ Increase us in wisdom Increase us in strength In the name of Jesus Christ Father we thank you We bless your name Be thou exalted Be thou exalted We thank you Father We thank you Father To fulfill our days. To fulfill our days. Amen to fulfill our days, our days is in your hands, you yes, in your Lord. hands, a man or woman. We will live to fulfill our days, amen. Be the exalted, amen. thank you, Father, yes, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, amen. in Jesus' Christ's name, amen. Amen.
2: hallelujah. And I pray that every one of you, everything that God has ordained for your life, you will manifest it in the name of Jesus. If you are an engineer, you will bring inventions in the name of Jesus. If you are a mathematician, you bring new formulas in the name of Jesus. Everything that men have not seen, you are going to bring it forth in the name of the Lord Jesus. For that is the new creation reality to bring forth things that have never been there. Out of the old, you bring it forth new things. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus. Live. To glorify God Live to exalt the name of the Lord Live to manifest the goodness of God In the name of Jesus Let this day become a new beginning for you The new creation reality is done in your life Transforming your soul Transforming your mind Transforming your will Transforming your emotions In the name of Jesus When men see you May they see Christ May you continue to decrease As Christ continues to increase In the name of Jesus Thank you glorious Lord In Jesus name we pray
0: Amen